Jason, how are you? I'm doing all right. How are you doing today? I'm good. So we we got our new deal here. We're gonna we're gonna mess around with and and uh, we have a, a guy with us. It's gonna be like a roundtable discussion. Uh, and I'm gonna introduce our our, our I guess I could call a guest or whatever you want. And I, I've thought a lot about this, but um, <laughs> this guy has been kind of with with me from the beginning. He's a double U. Um, you know, as far as when it started becoming a hound. Uh, we started getting the hounds and stuff and, and more than that, you know, with meat hunting in, in early, early times, there's, I, I've, I've got two guys that I kind of attribute to kind of my mentors. One passed away, Rod Clawwitter, and, and the other is this guy that we got with us here today. But the, the, he knew was, you from like W graphics days even, right? Yes, yes, like yes. Before so, W beard, hounds. Before he could even grow a beard. Before I could grow <laughs> He still struggles, no. That's right. <laughs> So, and look, so I'm going to, me and Laura would go down and hunt with this guy. He's out of Southern Oregon. And so on one of our trips, me and Laura went down there. We pulled our trailer down there. And of course we get a phone call, like we're three miles from the, you know, three hours from the house and, you know, couldn't get a hold of him. It was like, well, so we get a call and he's like, yeah, I'm not going to make it with you guys. You know, I got some other stuff going on. And so me and Laura set up camp and, and we couldn't catch nothing. We, we didn't, we didn't have dogs to speak. And <laughs> so we're out there, me and Laura are out there pretending to hunt and we come around the corner and there's this guy right and he pull up next to him and this guy's you know how normally hound guys pull up next to each other and hey how's it going blah 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 and he goes you guys up here by yourself and i'm like well yeah we are we're supposed to be up here camped with with don gilbert and uh and he goes don gilbert he says if that guy was on fire in front of your truck in the middle of the road i wouldn't piss on that son of a bitch And so with that said, I want to be like, welcome to the show, Don. <laughs> this is going to be great content, guys. And this luckily, awesome. I'm, yeah, and luckily I'm not on fire, you know. <laughs> I'd piss At least on not you. yet. I, I would piss on you, okay? Just so you know, well, it came to it. You know, it's, it's kind of in my, my experience that if you're not pissing off a few folks, um, you're probably not catching much. It's probably not. <laughs> but me and Laura just turned and looked at each other like, what do we say to that? I mean, I, I don't even. Well, see you I later. Come back. Like, yeah, I don't have to that. beat you. Yeah. You know, I actually, I don't know. Was that our first hunt, or was it? No, that was I, one you ditched me on. That was we we hunted our first that hunt. Was first was, t- that was that was the was first up, time I ditched uh, you. <laughs> yeah, that was the first time you ditched us. I get the feeling he's yeah. not the most reliable buddy you got, buddy. Like, <laughs> no, he's not. Like he was we late for this show. Late for uh, this. Uh, yeah. that, that's gone. Yeah, uh, sometimes yeah, I'd have a change of heart at the last minute. Do I really want to babysit, buddy, or not? You know, I don't I, know. I mean, <laughs> well, do, do I really want? Do I really want to put up with that damn dog he's got or not? You know, do I have it in me today or? <laughs> the truth How long is the fuse? I remember the first time we camp together um you guys came down and uh we stayed in zinc creek and yeah. uh that was the first time we we'd camp together you towed that big ass trailer your dad's down there and and uh um we hunted and treated uh we, we treated two lions the first day yeah yep. and then uh the next day we went out and caught two bobcats and it was the first bobcat your wife shot yeah yeah, yeah, I think I have, that would I have, have been. Matter of fact, I have some video of that back in the day. Yeah, so, it was a while ago. We were yeah VHS. I, remember like, you put that thing on your face, shoulder? buddy. 
Yeah, yeah, it was. I look at the pictures and I'm like, wow, I, I was young at one point. Yeah. <laughs> you think well, about it sometimes and, and you don't realize how old you are. You know, like when you look amen. at some kids or something, <laughs> you're like, yeah. How much time no. has gone by? I mean, um, yeah. I mean, like, like you're something. saying, you know, uh, uh, like Jason was saying, back in the, the W graphics day, I mean, I'd come to the sportsman show. I'd met you one time at a field trial, and uh, then I'd come to the sportsman show, and you, you'd be running hog wild back there printing or uh, vinyl at the sportsman show. And, yeah. uh, you know, I'd, I'd buy a few stickers from you or whatever, you know, because you were the only person in the only game in town that was making any hound-related anything. You know, yeah, I think that's really what, you know, spawned a, a W as far as hound supply was there was really, really no other game in town. I mean, there were you could buy collars. There was uh, some other telemetry collar folks around. Um, but as far as uh, finding anything like, you know, a sticker or. A hat or anything like that. There was no man. There was just nothing. With this, uh, <laughs> we started with the tree dog, and we can go into right, that a little right. bit. Um, but I want to talk about that field trial. Jason, did you ever go to any of them <laughs> field trials? Wait, hey, this, this is like a couple. It was like Southern this... Oregon field trial. It, it, no, it, I never made it. Was who it down at the uh, Merlin Gun Club? No. no. Like, no. Is it Clearwater? I, I don't know if we should. Yeah, Clearwater. Oh, the Iron Clearwater. Dog. Clearwater. There you go. Yeah. Iron Dog. There you yeah, go. Yeah. That's it. I yeah. never made it to one of them, but I all the old timers I talk to, man, you hear all the hey, stories. Hey, 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 what are you saying? Well, <laughs> I thought we got past that. All no right. kidding. Sorry, Don. I'll be I'm, more careful. I'm like green, right? And so I, I hop down there, and there's these old guys. I mean, they're like Southern Oregon loggers. Which are a breed all our own, as Buddy likes to tell me, Don. <laughs> Apparently, we're different down here. <laughs> Southern Oregon logger styles. And, I mean, these are like dudes. And I'm so – I gotta be 22. I don't know. I'm, I'm young, and and these old guys are like that tree, that tree, that tree, and then this tree. And I'm like, what's that mean? And all of a sudden, it's just an all-out brawl to touch each tree. And I mean, guys are throwing each other on the ground. Throwing, I mean, it's, oh, yeah. it yeah. was flat. Like a guy got guy had. Was that the year they floated the guy out on Medco in his uh, <laughs> on his air mattress? <laughs> I've heard that story a couple well, of times. It was it was close, but they didn't have an air mattress. The guy, one guy, got knocked out cold, and so and I'm their, there like their first eyes, resolution like... was give him some more beer. And <laughs> there were a few folks around that were like, "No, I I don't think that's a good idea. Let's uh, let's take him down to the pond and toss him in and wake him up." <laughs> and I, that's right, that's right. I, I forgot. That. Yeah, I, I I didn't think that was a good idea either. Um, uh, I didn't. Yeah, I, I intervened. Uh, maybe I shouldn't have. I mean, la- I kind of thought about it later. Should I have? Should I have not? I kept, but, mouth, I kept my mouth shut. Jason, yeah. this was like, Whoop, this, yeah. somebody's gonna die tonight. I'm just gonna stand yeah. here and hope nobody sees me yeah. or talks to me. Right? Yeah. It was. It was. Oh, they were they, literally. They were gonna. Yeah. They were gonna take him down, toss him in the river, or in the the pond, to wake him up. I mean, here's a guy knocked out cold. And, yeah, yeah, that was. Yeah, those were the days. Let me tell you. I, let's put it's it this way. A little. <laughs> we, we technically had some money coming to us for some first tree and some things like that. We had a I had a dog that in there, but um, I took my son down there and uh, he was probably what, oh, 13 at the time, maybe maybe 12, and uh, 
Um, I didn't realize what I was getting myself into or getting him into, but <laughs> let's just put it this way. I woke up I early, early Sunday I morning. I was 22. I was 22, and I wasn't prepared for what I got was getting into, okay? I I loaded my son up early, like at 4 a.m. on Sunday morning and got the heck on out of there. Because <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. And there was a guy sitting by the fire. With his, at, at that time in the morning, there was a guy sitting by the fire in a freaking camp chair, barefooted with his feet blistered by the fire. He was the same guy that got knocked out earlier. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was, yeah. That was back in the day. but That trial was pretty notorious for stuff like that. Though. Yeah. I mean, because I've heard those kind of stories from a dozen different people. I mean, so you know it's legit. Like, they're not making this stuff up. Like the black <laughs> Angus that got baited on the highway? By <laughs> that one, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So, <laughs> before we just go into the total trash, let's reel it back and make a nice show here. So you drug Buddy into a bad situation, and now you're like best friends? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I know. I'm a, this is what normally happens. I started it. I, I threw him into the <laughs> – I took my first jab, and now I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm too far, too much. Okay. We come. Um, yeah. Let's start so, at square one. Let's not jump to the advanced level yet. Right. <laughs> start yeah. So yeah. uh, I I kind of been thinking a lot lately about like one dog and, and the, the concept for me <clears throat> is one dog seems to be what a lot of folks can trace back to. So, so Jason, I'm sure you got one dog that you can think of that kind of changed your life. Don, I'm sure you got the same, Absolutely. you know, for me, I got, you know, the one dog that kind of changed my my life with Laura and, and you know, everything that's kind of happened with W – if I wouldn't have had that one dog, we wouldn't be here today. You know, none of us would yeah. know each other. And, and, and so for me and Don, that one dog would be Turk, which was yep. a pup that I should not have bred. And I was not qualified to breed. You didn't breed that dog, did you? I, I didn't. Okay, so that's – I didn't breed. <laughs> Easy, Don. Yeah, sorry. He's just being honest. That's, Going I mean, back to that peanut butter thing. thing. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. And so that would be uh, – it was actually out of a, a timber chopper red bone that I had Coot. that, yeah, Coot, Cooter and, uh, copper. and Copper, who came yeah. out of Texas out of like my buddy's garage, basically, or, or in a, a nickel ad in Texas, which I should never have responded to. Responded to. <laughs> it's a bad deal. It was, but I, you wouldn't be here today if you did. That's right. I wouldn't. So I don't change that. Yeah. I'm glad so, you did, buddy. Yeah, and so I had these pups that you could not give. I mean, especially me, I couldn't give a red. I mean, red dog. It was like you couldn't give them away. I mean, you. Yeah. Most of them went to pets, and and uh, so this guy calls me, Don, and he's like, "I'll try one," and I'm like, "All right, huh? I got we got a live one." You know what I mean? Like, Whoa, try, to, try to act. Guess up the truck, honey. Hey, he wants to hunt one of our dogs, baby. That's. So well, we, we I thought it was out of something else. <laughs> <laughs> I need to sell better. Yeah, so, okay. okay, so we go down there and we meet in Albany halfway. He's like, oh, there's halfway. And I'm like, sure, I'll meet you halfway. And so we go down to Albany and, and Tom pulls up in a Jetta, VW Jetta. <laughs> what color was it? Silver, <laughs> I think. Was it silver, Don? Oh, man. Yeah, silver. Yep, silver Jetta. Like all of them. Aren't they all silver? <laughs> it's an undercover so. vehicle. Right? Yeah. And and that's that's a whole nother story about 
you think about like when you in our circles, you know, as the houndsman, you kind of relate a person to their truck. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like their truck's oh, equipped yeah. with a chainsaw and a dog box and, you know, a winch and good tires or, or not, you know, but you know, <laughs> the guy pulls up on a jet and you're just like, that really, this is the guy that's going to hunt our puppy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And they, uh, yeah. And they unload like seven puppies. I thought they were bringing me a pup and they bring seven puppies. Okay. Pick one. You got to pick one. As as you yeah. Want. Uh, You're trusting the it, first breeding he shouldn't have made. You know me really well. Up. My picker, my picker's not that good, especially if it's women. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, mm. luckily, thankfully, it, it seems to be a little better when it comes to dogs because um, I picked this one dog that was um, he was a really square built um, stand. I won't say stand offish because you you might think that it was shy and it wasn't he was um he did not want to play games with the other dogs and if the other dogs other puppies rather wanted to come over and um tinker around with him he uh he really wanted no part of that he was he was kind of a business type dog and and that actually yeah type pup and and that rang true uh his entire life his his entire life i um, I di- although I didn't own him his entire life, um, he was he was injured at about five years old. Got a uh, uh, foxtail in his lung, and they had to take. In fact, they took part of his lung to to uh, get the infection out of the thing. And and I sold him to somebody that uh, didn't hunt as much as I did, especially at that time. I was camping months at a time. I, I'm, I pretty much left right after deer season was over and. I didn't get home until um, sometime in April. Usually, you know, I just I just camped out and hunted all over the place. And, uh, and he still hunted good after that. I mean, the funny thing is, one dog ties everybody together. I mean, one of my hunting partners ended up with that dog in the long right. run. Right? Yeah. You know, yeah. so it's, it was yeah. kind of crazy. You know, I had a chance to hunt it is. It kind of came full circle. I mean, yeah. when uh, yeah, when and you, you didn't even Jason didn't even know we were just yeah. talking. We were you, yeah. know, and you were like Turk. Well, is that a red dog? You know, and Jason was like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. We don't know where Turk went, and come to find out, Jason's like, oh, I know where that dog is. I know right <laughs> yeah. where he's at. I went hunting with him two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Steered us. Yeah. In fact, that was yeah. In fact, you steered us back to to create to to finish the circle. Right. You know? Yeah. You, yeah. And it was it was interesting how that you know that one dog wound up tying all of us together when i mean uh yeah i mean at one time i mean you and buddy were in competition with each other as far as your businesses in a way you know i mean really we were and we both look away like <laughs> yeah right you don't want to like throw me under the bus but <laughs> <laughs> there's some stories there we're gonna have to cover at some point i think but, that's gonna be yeah, down the road the, the reality is is that you know it all turned out to be a good thing for everybody you know right. i mean it really did, and uh, and it was that one dog, you know, because you responded to that nickel ad, buddy, you know, and and uh, you know yeah. the funny story about that, Jason, was uh, so we went down and hunted with Don, like you said, we camped on Zinc Creek, and it was like we catch two cougars and we caught two bobcats, and I was like, holy crap, you know, this guy, like you can catch these what he's things, doing. <laughs> you can catch these things, I mean, they really, can, you can do it, <laughs> and. Uh, so we left that. That was I don't know if it was Labor Day, or uh, I don't know what what when it was. We camped over a weekend. It was the end of 
uh, February is, is we used to always do a camp in February. We haven't done it in a couple of years, but anyway, so we went back home in, in that summer and, uh, Don was not responsive. Like, so we, we'd call him or something and he just wouldn't return a phone call. And Laura is like, he didn't make, he, he didn't keep that dog. He didn't keep that puppy. He's just afraid to tell us. <laughs> he's like, he, <laughs> he just doesn't want to talk to us because he's, he, you know, because we two were just so enamored that like we lost Dawn because the pup was n- no good. You know what I mean? And we're like, he, he could still be friends with us. You know what I mean? Even though the puppy didn't work out, he could still be <laughs> friends with personal. us. <laughs> right? No, but Don just fell off the, I mean, he had some, well, some personal uh, issues. Jason, you can ask your friend, you know, who ended up with Turk, um, and you, well, Buddy, who is, you know, quite honestly, probably one of my dearest friends. He's like a, you know, brother to me, and uh, um, and his, you know, his wife, his sister. They're just family to us. And, right. Uh, um, and I, it's just funny. I, I will fall off the radar. I'm just, uh, I'm not. No. I'm that guy I'm not, too. <laughs> I'm just not good at it. I'm just not good at it. And I'm just not good at with friends. And thankfully, Buddy's really forgetful. I'll be like a month later. I return his call, and he's like, "I called you." Yeah, right? <laughs> What's up, Don? What's going on? <laughs> you know, you don't even remember, so it's worked out. <laughs> yeah. Match made in heaven, right? Yeah. Right. So yeah, and, and, and for me, you know, that dog. Um, when I got back into, you know, I, I took a hyenas from from hounding. I started very young. Well, not very young, but young. Um, bear hunting, and then uh, when I was twelve, I got my first hound. And uh, of my own. What was your first? That, my, that that one dog for you. What was your your one the, dog? The first dog that really turned it around in the cat world for me uh, was was a. I got a three year old blue tick that um, had never really been off the chain. I mean, I, she was three years old. I put her in Richie. Get car sick. I mean, if that tells you how much experience she, she had. Was, we were in the Jetta. She didn't. She got car no, sick. no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, it was before the. The gal with the Jetta. Let's just put it okay. <laughs> Not even taking ownership of that car, buddy. Yeah, that's that's a whole different combinator. That's a whole yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> um, so uh, uh, anyways, uh, I wound up with this blue dog, and uh, um, you know, she man, I she, I take her coon hunting. She's yeah, okay, you know, she'd mess with the coon, and she, you know, whatever, and. Um, but I really didn't want to coon hunt anyway. It wasn't my that wasn't where my passion was. Never has been. My passion's always been bobcats. And you know, even when uh, it was legal in Oregon for bears and and cougars, uh, nothing made me happier than a bobcat. I mean, it, it, I don't know. It just it was just uh, it was my deal. You know. I mean, right. I, and I can't really explain it. Um, I can tell you, my the first time I ever uh, killed a bobcat was. Um, I was, I used to trap. I lived on a small family ranch that was surrounded by larger ranches growing up and did a lot of trapping and I tracked a lot of, a lot of fox, piles of fox. Uh, years later, uh, I was, uh, I met, uh, the, uh, the guy that does the, picks up the furs for, for, uh, uh, Napa, you know, and, uh, and I told him, I said, yeah. I said, I remember you. I said, um, I was the kid that used to drop off all the fox hides down at, at, and before I could finish it, he said, down at the Tom Tom. He said, your dad would drive you down there and you'd have 200 freaking foxes. You know, I said, yeah. 
that was me. Anyway, but I always wanted to catch a bobcat. And so one day it snowed low, and I went down by the barn, and I cut this bobcat track down there. And uh, uh, I went back, to, you know, I finished my chores, went back and got my gun, and I walked that bobcat track out. We had good coverage of snow. I walked that bobcat out until I actually seen the cat on the other side of the hill ahead of me and and i harvested that cat that was the first cat i ever ever took and from then on it was without it was a dog bobcat for me what's that and, and no dog on that one no dog i walked that thing i walked that thing all by my own wow. my own power um took a 22 magnum uh rifle that uh, belonged to my mother at that time um i i own the gun now um love the gun i won't take it bobcat hunting or anywhere else it's just kind of a family heirloom for me and um but then we'll, so we'll fast forward uh, then i was i was 12 and uh um uh, i was I, I got a dog a little red dog and uh he was six months old and i named him bones and uh i took him and uh uh I trained him around um, our barn cats, you know. We never shot any because my dad would have my hide, you know, or my do- if my dog ever caught one, he'd have my hide um, because, you know, cats were, you know, in the barn for a reason. And uh, But he didn't mind me, you, you know, my dog tra- trailing them and treeing them. So they trail and treeing them. And, and uh, my, my brother, I have a brother that's four years older than me that um, had a little uh, Toyota station wagon, red, uh, it would be a popular color now, patina paint red. And uh, <laughs> we would chain that thing up, and whenever we'd get low snow, we'd chain that old girl up and throw that dog in the back, and we'd cut bobcat tracks. I had a job. My brother didn't, so I had the gas money, but he had the driver's license, so it worked out. But um, <laughs> we would take that dog up and, and uh, cut a bobcat track and, and turn out on it, and we you know, we would turn out on you know, quite honestly, I, I bet if I caught one in ten of the bobcats we turned out on when when that dog was very young, I mean, I started turning him out on him when he was eight months. Oh, buddy, I'm, I'm not hearing you there. Um, buddy, you're muted. What anyway, was the dog's name? The dog's name was Bones, yep. And, oh. uh, um, and he was a red dog, and he was given to me by uh, a fellow named Carl Mueller. And uh, the guy that got me started in the hounding was his name was Carl Fisher, and uh, the funny story behind that was was my dad uh, worked in the woods. He was a yarder engineer, and uh, um, one day old Carl called me up. He was from uh, Carolinas. He's a great big old fella, and and, and uh, if you ever met him, you'd I had a terrible terrible southern draw because I spent so much time with him, and I picked it right up. And uh, so Carl called me called me up one day. He says he called me Big D. He said, "Big D." He says, uh, uh, "I found you a dog." And I said, "Oh yeah." And he says, "I got you. I found you a red dog." And because uh, and Carl always hunted red dogs, and and uh, um, I was, boy, I was excited. And and uh, he says, call, "Call your daddy and find out if you can have that dog." <laughs> and so <laughs> my dad was working in the woods. I. I got on the phone and called uh, called over to the lumber company that my dad was working for, and of course they all had radios, you know, and uh, the, the the gals at the office, um, of course you know it was before cell phones and all this, you know, and uh, um, like they 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 had the phone in their hand and they get on the radio, 
And uh, yeah, my dad's name was Jiggers, you know. <laughs> Jiggers, you got a copy? You know, and he, my dad was yard engineers, and they had the radios in their in the yarder, you know. And uh, my dad answers, and and uh, um, I said, Dad, uh, the, the, the girls are relaying this message. They say your your son's on the phone, and he wants to know if he can have a, a hound pup. <laughs> and uh, like my dad's going to say no with all them everybody <laughs> listening, girls, right? You know what I mean? That's like that's like asking your friends to go ask your parents to go play, right? Like exactly. you, you ask them, right, they're going to say right, yes. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's like, hey, do these pants make me look fat? You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those kind of questions, right? right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, yeah. And so, of course, my dad said yes, and so, um, so. I called Carl back and, and he come and picked me up and and uh uh we went and picked that dog up and, and uh I brought that thing home and that's I named him Bones and and uh that was my first hound and he, he turned out to be um a I would say um average, maybe slightly above average uh cat dog, you know, as I remember him. You know, of course I didn't have anything to really gauge him by at that age, but he was terrible on a bear. He'd run in the back on any bears, and uh, but it worked out for me because uh, you know all them guys would take me bear hunting, and you know here I am, this young scrappy kid. You know I was probably you know just a, just uh, a you're the dog ball. jockey. Yeah, yeah. it reminds me of the story. Like yeah. back in the day, they did not treat kids <laughs> the same. <laughs> like we're getting them there, aren't we, buddy? <laughs> we're trying, but yeah, like. These guys, Jason, would <laughs> – you remember this story? I've got to remember if I hear it right, but they would send Dawn down in the bottom of a canyon after the dogs. This is before telemetry and or, you know, before the GPS and all that. And he'd get back and the guys would go home. <laughs> you know, you yeah. leave your, leave your shirt out. There. That happened. That happened. Yeah. Honest to God, that happened. And I believe that. Uh, yeah, I get back. I, I spent the night down there. I got. They sent me down in there. How old were you? Uh, I, I was probably. It was before I had bones, so it was before I was twelve. I had to be, you know, maybe eleven-ish. And uh, I went down in there, and there was uh, nine dogs. I remember this clearly, because um, they made sure I knew how many dogs I was supposed to be collecting. And I, I took that as don't without. come back without. Yeah, you're them. going back. Yeah, don't yeah don't come back without all nine. You know, and. Uh, I went off in this road, this area, and uh, I caught up to the dogs in a creek bottom, and uh, it got it was dark. I mean, it, and I had no means of getting out of there. And fortunately, you know, I, you know, um, of course, I grew up thinking I was Daniel Boone or something, you know. And uh, so I just laid up with the dogs, you know, and uh, all them dogs. I tell you, I, I gotta say, uh, you know, anybody that has any ill feelings. You know, towards a hound, just never spent time with them because I can tell you, spent the night. I don't know if I was, night, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I was looking after the dogs or the dogs were looking after me, but I can tell you this: um, I don't remember being cold. Um, I do remember a lot of mosquito bites, but um, but I don't remember being cold at all. And we hiked out of there in the morning. I got out just, you know, it was, of course, as soon as it started getting daylight, I started hiking out of there. And I get up there, and here's a here's a, a pile of dog food in a coat. And I'm thinking, <laughs> really? Thanks, guys. Thanks. Not, even, not even a sandwich, man. Just make sure we got the dog. Thanks, fed. guys. You know, yeah. And, and I wasn't there. I wasn't there three minutes. 
and uh, I hear Riggs coming, and and it's and it's my my mentor, you know, uh, Carl Fisher, and and uh, here he comes rattling up the cor- around the corner in this yellow uh, Chevy Love, and uh, he hands me a sandwich, and and uh, that his wife had made, Sarah. <laughs> Somebody was thinking of you, right? Yeah, but they didn't tell her. <laughs> in fact he made sure to tell me on our way home don't you don't you tell your daddy or or, <laughs> or let sarah find out that i left you out there because you know they'll have my high <laughs> right <laughs> yeah so but then from there on i mean i was uh i was there you know there were there were four or five other hunters there at that time you know back in the bear hunting days it was a social deal you know and uh, um, and some of those guys were really um, the big name folks in the bear hunting world in the, at that time, and and uh, you know they were uh, very grateful for for me getting their dogs, and and uh, I think that day I became a man as far as in my eyes, and I think in theirs too, and uh, it was more everything than, changed more than me, man. I'd be like, well, <laughs> you know, forty forty something now, I'd be like, oh, this is bullshit. Done <laughs> it by myself. Uh, you know, I don't know. It was it was a different deal. It was a different uh, a different feeling, and it was, um, you know, I guess I was I was uh, that was the christening, if you will, you know, of me in their in their world, you know. Well, and, it's like that raw feeling. I mean, there was. was nothing else there but you and nine dogs, you know. Yeah, it really was. It was it was a raw deal, and and. Uh, and again, like I said, you know, I always felt like I was some kind of Daniel Boone thing or something. I don't know. And you pretty much were. Now you're back up. Right now, you know, <laughs> at least in uh, my mind, you're a badass. Are you sleeping, <laughs> and, sleep and in the, the woods and the guys leave you in the truck and you come out with a pile of dog food? <laughs> Gee, I don't even more about Daniel Boone. I can but. say that when I got back there and there was a pile of dog food and a coat, I was um, a bit worried. You know, <laughs> long before they come back to those. You know, it was it was back in the day when men were men and they went to work. You know, I'm thinking, do, the, do those guys go to work and I have to sit here and wait for them to get off work to come pick me up? Right. You know. <laughs> and wow. uh, but I tell you, it was a good sandwich. <laughs> and that, the best. You know, it was the best. Sarah made the best sandwiches from that point on. I tell you, there was nothing better than a Sarah made sandwich. I can tell you. Did you ever tell her? Uh, or did you, know, you hold this secret until this moment? Well, I never told her, and um, you know, with the you know, in today's world, it's an interesting thing that this all comes up. Um, we were at the uh, at our local uh, coastal store, and uh, um, Sarah's granddaughter works there, and uh, um, we spoke of Sarah, and Sarah's in the hospital now, um, in the wake of all this coronavirus stuff. They can't go see her; um, she's not in good shape. She don't have she don't have the coronavirus. Um, it's just her health is just, um, you know, she's she's at that age, you know, and her husband's been dead for several years, Carl, and and um, um, so it's uh, you know, to speak of her, is, you know, it's a, now is you know, kind of a raw feeling now, you know. Yeah, I imagine. You know, um, they, like I say, her family can't go see her. And, you know, I mean, she died in there alone. I tell you, man, uh, that would be a terrible thing. You know, that would be a terrible thing for all of us to, to think of, you know. But 
But anyway, it is a weird. So it is a weird. She made great sandwiches. Right I can tell you that. And uh, I, I, at Carl's uh, uh, funeral, I spoke of of him and with a smile on my face, as I would Sarah, and uh, because they did bring me a lot of joy and and really steered me in a different direction than I'd have probably ever went in my life um, had it not been for them. And uh, um, you know, they're just just uh, well, like probably all of our mentors, you know. Yeah. I mean, if we were all to really put our heads down and poke a stick in the fire, you know, man, those people mean a lot to us. You know, those people mean a lot. They steered us, you know. Well, I know whenever Rod passed away, it was, you know, because he was kind of before before I really started meeting meeting you and, and working with you a lot. And he kind of got me started. But, yeah, it was it was definitely um, I mean, it. You make these connections, and that's the thing. Like you go back to one dog, yeah. but that dog transcends to our just so many things about our life. You know what I mean? Like it's, absolutely. It's, you know that's what I don't think a yeah, lot of people and, realize. Yeah, and 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 it, it, to be honest with you, had Rod not set some good foundation with you, you know, you'd have probably hated me, buddy, because you know a few times I had to tell you stuff that. Um, he didn't you know, want to hear that I wasn't, you know, I wasn't I really sure how to put it, but thankfully Rod was very much well. rawer than I am, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. um, and set a foundation that, you know, for you as, you know, as a young man that I could speak to you and speak to you without, you know, it being about buddy, this is about your pack and your dogs, you know, and if you want to steer your pack and you want to steer your dogs in the right direction, then. This is my opinion, and, and and again, my opinion is not always, you know, right. I mean, I'm never, I'm, I'm a, you know, I really, really try to be a humble man, um, and and uh, let people learn, you know, through, you know, natural consequences too. But, you know, um, I'll give my opinion if asked, you know, um, well, or I, I might disappear. It's hard to say. <laughs> I think something like that, Don, like you said, you weren't talking about Buddy. It was his pack. And I think on the whole, as houndsmen, I mean, finding a good hunting partner that's willing to be honest is a tough thing because there's so many people who associate themselves and their dogs. Absolutely. Like, you know, and I think it's a progression through the years. You know, as you grow as a houndsman, it becomes less about <clears throat> dogs making you look good and and hunting for that dog or for the purpose and it, um, yeah you're right yeah it's more can, um what can i do to make the dog look good right. rather than what can the dog do to make me look good and yeah, then and i had stemmed I, right back to something that rod clearwater said years ago that um you know ego is a terrible burden for a dog to carry i can't remember if that's mm -hmm. verbatim but it was something along those lines and i see that across you know, on uh, you know, uh, social social media, media. is yeah. used still today, and it and it does it does make me smile because Rod was a good guy, and and uh, um, you know, we were I know he and Laura, up. we were at a field trial, and and uh, this was over in in Yam Hill or whatever, and and one of the dogs came in first or something, I don't know, it was like you know, and uh, Laura and me were and she's like, we won, we won, you know, just excited, you know, what I mean, like, oh. and Rod goes, I mean, just straight up. You didn't win nothing. Like that dog, that dog. And it was like, bam. Yeah, right. Yep. Right in the dirt. And yep. it was like, but it was so true. It was like, you know what I mean? Like it was the dog that did the work. And, and for somebody to, 
you know, it's easy to get tied up in the the trophies. That's for us. You know what I mean? The dog mm-hmm. don't care about right. a trophy or right. a ribbon and, or, or the money. In the end, we're butlers. I mean, we're butlers and taxi drivers. If, if you're yeah. really cutting it to right, right. bare and, minimum. Yeah, and, and, then, and then the other page to that is we are everything to the dog, and mm-hmm. the dog is everything to us. And it, it, right. it's, a, um, you know, it, it's, uh, it's like, you know, we all, like we were just saying about being intertwined. The dogs are intertwined with us, and, and some, of, some of my dogs have been intertwined with buddies, and, and in the end, some of them have been intertwined with, with Jason before we even knew each other. Yeah, right. Well, I didn't know Jason from anybody. It's, it's kind of crazy how, like, when Buddy and I started talking about this, and, you know, he really wanted the focus to be on, you know, how one dog ties us together. Because I know Buddy and I have had several conversations, and I'm sure, Don, you feel the same way. Like, what are the odds? I mean, business pass aside that just two random people are in the place that they're in now and having the conversations and all of this happened because of the dogs. I mean, cause I mean, you yeah. think about stuff from Brett that we, we both ended up with buddy's got them. You've had them. I've had them. I mean, it's funny that it just all wraps back around to a group that I would say was probably the last group people would think would, uh, have any ties together yeah really like we've been in each other's kennels for a long time i know it right (laughs) right it's yeah it's it's uh you know like say it's it's that one dog you know and like you know that was that you know that bones that brought me to you know um kind of full circle with a lot of those those uh fellas in the bear world and uh and then uh but again you know like say my my focus has always been bobcats. I always loved them. Why, for sure, but it did. And so um, that Sally dog, uh, like I say, she was tied up for three years, you know, and got car sick on the way home. And, and uh, you know, I took her out. She didn't care for no uh, raccoons. And I hunted with a few guys that, um, that had a lot more. They were pretty much born in a in a in a, a dog box and mm-hmm. you know they were saying you know you, you probably should pull that one and move on to something else you know try this or try that and and uh one day we got some some low snow and uh um and uh i took that dog out and walked her i'll bet you i didn't walk her 10 yards on that track and she burned out of there like something i've never seen before um, I've never seen her burn on anything like that before. I can put it that way. And she, uh, you know, she put the screws on that thing. And I, I'd had some ideas, you know, because of bones and some experience that I've had with, with, uh, bobcats, uh, prior to that, um, that, uh, you know, she was jumped and she was, I was the only one dog. I only had that one dog. And, and uh, cause I'd always hunted with one dog, you know, I started out with one dog old bones, you know, and, and uh, if I was lucky enough to get one of the other guys that had a four-wheel drive could take me to some places that, you know, we couldn't get with the Toyota wagon with chains on it, then, man, I was feeling pretty high on the horse. But anyway, I get that dog, that old blue tick, and, and her name was Sally, and I'd take Sally out. And, and uh, you know, we were, we were running them, and we were, you know, she was making the turns, and she was, you know, um, and of course, this was before GPS stuff, and... And uh, uh, I was feeling like uh, uh, like we were doing pretty good, and and uh, um, you know she wouldn't tree, you know she wouldn't 
I wasn't finishing them. And so one day I decided that I was going to take a um, and make a drag. Here's a three-year-old dog, you know, that I've heard from lots of guys that had a lot more experience in them than myself, telling me I should probably get rid of and and move on. And but she was running them. I mean, I wasn't, and I would hunt with some other guys, and they didn't have dogs that were doing any better than she was doing, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, so one day I decided I'd just make this drag. I had some bobcat scent, you know which I know a lot of guys shake their head at, and I do too. I mean, it's not a means of making a dog, but I think that it's a means of of um, creating opportunities for a dog to be successful, and I think that's really what our job is as far as trainers. Um, right. And uh, um, so I made a drag with this thing, and I mean a short drag, and I mean if it was 50 yards, I'd be surprised. And I drug that thing up a tree and really kind of taught her to locate, which is something that, you know, now I want I feel like I want my dogs to all do naturally, but you know those dogs are rare. You know to do everything naturally, which is always some aspect of of the hunt that we have to train. You know it seems like to me some. You know I've had a few, and Bones was one of them that, uh, or I'm sorry, not Bones, but uh, uh, Turk was one of them that I really never had to fill in any holes with him. He was not what I would consider a superstar, bear or a, a bobcat dog. But he, he had no holes. Dog. He was a well-rounded dog. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, um, so Sally, I showed her, you know, to locate and tree. And and uh, after that, I mean, we just started catching cats. And I just started putting dogs behind her. And and uh, it wasn't long. I had a pretty good pack of cat dogs, you know, as, you know, as far as cat dogs. You know, I mean, it did I have the best? I'm not ever going to say anything like that. I mean, I'm just not that person, but, um, but I can say that every year, um, that I hunted Sally and every year I hunted, you know, dogs behind her, um, you know, some years I would catch one or two more cats than I caught the year before. And then, you know, it wasn't long. I was catching six or eight more cats a year than I caught the year before. And then, 10 or 12 more cats and it wasn't long I was you know uh, um, I was setting the bar pretty high for myself and uh, and it you know it was it was a humbling experience for me through the years it's just been the past um, probably two or three years that um, that things have kind of slowed down for me um, so so what do you have now what do you what do you what are you hunting now, and how do you think it compares to to, well, to, the, to the dead dogs that were superstars? Well, you know, I think that um, I think it's a nice mix. Um, I, well, maybe I have better dogs. I don't know uh, now than I had back then. I can't say for sure because um, opportunity is always the, the deal, you know, when it comes to um, – to us as hunters and and our dogs as well as young dogs of course we want to put them in every opportunity to excel especially at a young age we can um but in the same token you know we've got to have those opportunities and you know i always hear you know oh it's the 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 weekend warrior which it's always to me always had some kind of negative um feeling that kind of went along with that and i never i never felt that way i always felt you know those guys that you know, uh, you know, we're catching maybe um, maybe a third of the cats in a year that I would catch. 
but they were working 50 hours a week and raising a family. Um, right. Those are pretty good dogs, I'm telling you, because if they had the opportunity, if those dogs were put in the same position that, um, you know, in my kennel where I at that time was hunting, you know, like I said, I'd leave after deer season and I didn't come back until April, you know, um, if those same dogs were put in, in my dog box during those months, maybe I'd have done better. You know, maybe they have better dogs than I do, than I had at that time. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it has a lot to do with opportunity. Um, and, you know, right now, you know, uh, to, to answer your question, buddy, um, do I have better dogs? Probably. Probably. Um, but um, because I have, you know, uh, those of you that are close to me know that I, I, I have a brother that's in a wheelchair and, and, um, um, his health is not what it uh, used to be, and so my opportunities to hunt are less because you know, you know, we've got to put our families first. You know, I mean, you guys are younger than I am, and you guys are still raising your children, and and there's a lot of guys that are going to listen to this, I hope, and and no, you know, you put your family first, and um, and those dogs are close second, but um, when you when you leave home. Uh, you know, for me, it was like this. When I left home with my nose bag full and a uh, full tank of gas, um, for that moment, for that time being, my dogs were first. It's not that I forgot about my family. It's not that I didn't care about my family, but it was dead during that opportunity, during that period of time that I had, um, my dogs were first. That's it right now, you know, and, and I held on to that, and, and I'm holding on to that. And... Um, uh, you know, is it going to be this way forever? No, it's not going to be that way forever for the younger guys that are coming up that are raising families and working 40, 50 hours a week and their opportunities are weekend. Um, it's not going to be like that forever. And it's I keep, like I keep telling myself that, Don. I keep telling yeah. myself that. <laughs> So I I. Like, I next season is going to be my season. Next season, yeah. I'm going to oh, hunt. And yeah. then yeah. I lose oh, three employees and we got to go back to work. Yeah, well... You know, again, you know, you've got a, you know, your W, which is, um, you have a family of people to take care of, you and Jason do, you know, of, of houndsmen. You know, you guys are taking these folks on as, as family. And, uh, you know, I know you guys try to, you know, hire the best people that you can, that you can find to, to fill those positions to, um, that while you guys are gone, to take care of your family. And, um, you know, when I say family, I mean your customers, and um, and I, I, you know, I know you and I are, you know, friends, buddy, and I know you take care of me on a friend level too. But um, but there's been times I've called Jason and talked to Jason, and Jason takes care of me like I'm a customer, because you know he's, you know, we don't he don't have the same relationship you and I do, and um, but I can tell you this on the back here, you yeah, see me. but I can Depends, tell you, you that, yourself on the uh, back, Jason. Uh, Right. Jason, take care of me. I feel like family, you know, and uh, and I hope that the, you know, um, you know that. Uh, but are you, you know, no family's perfect either, you know. I, you know, I mean, it's it's a uh, like I'd like piss a on you if you were on fire. I guarantee it at this point. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this podcast's over. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. uh, no I, I, I'm not saying that to to pat anybody on the back you know buddy knows me well enough to know that you know i'll tell you how i see it you know um and 
and uh, but uh, like saying, you know, nobody's perfect. You know, I mean, um, have I got my stuff and it not be exactly right? <clears throat> you know, not. Yeah, and Buddy's my like my brother to me. You know, <laughs> and I get stuff, and sometimes it's not like what I wanted or what I needed. Um, and then, but the next package I get's more than what I needed. You know what I mean? And yeah. Um, and they answer the phone when I call them. You know, I mean, it just—it's just, uh, yeah. You know, like I say, and I've been in—I've been in the woods with Buddy enough that, oh, is there cell service there? Yeah. You know, back yeah, in right. the early days, we asked. Yeah, to, yeah. Well, yeah now, now in there, I can at least be at a camp. Right. Right? I got some camp spots. Yeah, and they used to joke. Service. They used to joke about. Yeah, and and to be honest with you, uh, you know, I look for those cell service spots, and oh, I would search all over. And, and Don knew every cell phone cell spot service. in the woods. Yeah, I would be like, yeah, you go up here and you go walk due east, stand on top of that white stump and face mm-hmm. the north. You'll yeah, get right. cell service. You know, it, and all and that seriously, was, and seriously, because I mean, he did have his brother that was in a wheelchair, so he had to be really yeah. connected. There yeah. was times that Don would slip out of camp in the you know nine o'clock at night to go probably talk to some girl, you know, and, <laughs> and uh, it would wake up at one o'clock in the morning, you know, and, and like would be like, "Buddy, Don's not here." And I'd look out the camper, and it's like, "Oh shit, no, he's not." And I hop out on the it was like one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, there was some and body for, damage to my pickup that <laughs> night. For, for somebody that slept in the woods at 11 all night, when I keyed up the mic on the CB, I was like, how about it, Don? He was he was excited to hear me. I was like, yeah, 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 right here, right here. Hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there, there was some slight body damage to my pickup that night. Um, <laughs> I didn't marry her. Um, I moved on. <laughs> just one. You, you know. And my brother yeah. was okay. But. <laughs> he got checked on at 11 o'clock at night or whatever it was in the middle yeah. of the night. Yeah. I got up and went hunting the next morning. No problem. Yeah, you did. That was a rough yeah. weekend for you. Yeah, it was. A that was. That was. Was that weekends? Yeah. Was that yeah. the time Dave like molested your truck? Not feeling good. I think that was the same trip. Yeah. Yeah, that was the truck. That was the same weekend, and yeah, Dave. Dave was a fox terrier that I had. And, so, so Jason. Uh, we're driving, and we'd follow Don because we didn't have dogs, so we couldn't hardly strike a cat anyway. So we'd follow him around until right. he strikes a track cat, and, and he'd let us know if we could dump in. And so anyways, we're driving around, and, and all of a sudden we see the just this little white – he had a white, white F-150. And uh, this stops, and we're like, what the hell did he stop for? And this little what, – what kind of dog was that? It was a fox terrier. Yeah, a fox terrier just comes flying out of the truck. And Don's out the other side, and he's just spitting mad, right? I go, I go down there and pull up next to him, and I mean, I just the the smell just starts hitting you. Oh, that no. thing hit just like diarrhea, oh. and just mutilated his whole truck. It was bad. It oh, was horrible. Bad. Yeah, uh, uh, I never washed that out of there. In fact, yeah, it was. Um, yeah, it was. Yeah, we can talk about some skunks and some different things oh. that are similar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know my truck I got now, Jason. Mm-hmm. The fourteen. So it took me forever to get. You know, it was, it was I had my my seven three that was having tranny problems. And anyways, to the tranny shop, they said they fixed it. They didn't. And Laura's like, "Why don't you just go buy a new truck?" I'm like, "Right on, I'll go buy a new truck." Done. <laughs> so we went and bought a new truck. The next week, we haul down and we go hunting with Don. 
Oh, and uh, of course, we're following him. He goes through this area, and we come through there, and and then all of a sudden, the dogs just whoop, take off, you know, bail off the side of this hill. And I'm like, what in the hell? So I jump, hop out the truck, leave the door open. They got two kids in the back. Uh, they got to be little, three and five, you know. I yeah. mean, they're young. Yeah. Well, it was 2014, so whatever that is. I mean, that's <laughs> wow, six years ago. So. So, yeah, Tyler was one, maybe one and a half. You know, she was young. And so I bail off the side of the road. Me and Laura, Laura goes down, and these dogs are scrapping right right off the road, you know, right off this little bank. So we go down there trying to figure out what the heck they're doing, you know, caught something on the ground. And then all of a sudden this skunk starts running towards Laura, right? Oh, <laughs> and she's flipping backwards, you know what I mean? It's just going to run right into her. It's coming straight for her, and she just freaks out. And uh, so finally, I, I, we see what it is, and we start getting mad at the dogs. We're kicking them off there. Every dog we had was just covered and went right inside Brand and jumped inside the truck. So my door oh, yeah. was open. Yeah, you broke the dogs. cardinal rule. First rule, always close your doors. Ask anybody who hunts with me. Your doors stay closed. <laughs> I did not. I get back there. Some and of I mean, us are slow learners. Very okay. slow. <laughs> hey, it took me a while to learn it, too. <laughs> so we got Bradley. He's got to be three or four. I don't know. He's, I mean, he's got to be young. Tyler's even younger. And they're dry heaving out the way. They got their heads out the window. They're my dog, smart enough. My even dog enough. jumped in Buddy's truck. <laughs> well, he's a smart dog. I'd keep that one, Don. <laughs> and so we're sitting there and I mean the kids are driving and like how they were smart enough to know to stick their heads out the window at that age I don't know but they knew they're like too. <laughs> and so we, we had blankets you know we, we'd have blankets and the kids would be wrapped up and we, we, the rest of I think we had blankets strapped to the dog boxes we're driving through waking dogs trying to air the blankets out I was so yeah. pissed that whole that well, whole week because I had a brand new truck the only time I ever bought a brand new truck <laughs> Yeah, and I, and yeah, and everybody has a skunk story. If you don't, you're lying. I mean, I'm That's sorry. Right. If you hunt in an area, there are skunks. I just had one shoot, what, a month ago with a <laughs> 10-year-old broke dog. And I'm like, what is going on? Something is eating this dog. And, yeah, it was <laughs> it was something. You should dog get has- Melanie on here sometime. But see, this full circle thing and dogs tying it back together. Melanie Hampton. Right. Like I used to hunt with her. I'm telling you, we went seven times in a row and caught nothing but skunks. We could hunt separate and never have a problem. But when we hunted together, it was boom, 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 boom. Oh my God. That's, that's, you know, that too is an interesting topic that we should talk about some, maybe some other time, but, um, it's what I call a sucker dog. There can be (laughs) one dog in a, I mean, one dog that can suck them all in. It's oh, yeah. weird. I, yeah. you know, I do some training for some other folks, and um, I had one recently that was what I call a sucker dog, and she could suck everything into something they shouldn't be doing. <laughs> and no better. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. I, I don't understand it. it. And and you know, it's like the coyote deal, and, and you know that is the nemesis of, of in the the bobcat world is uh, the coyote. You know. And, uh, um, you know, you'll cross 300 of those tracks and never, a dog never, never flag on them, never pay any attention to them. 301. Yep. We're burning. <laughs> we're going to catch this one. <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. And, and, and you're right. I, I what you say, Jason, it, it, if you don't have a story like that, you're not a very humble man. You're, right. you know, you're a bit arrogant. 
you know, and, and, you know, uh, I, I think that's what, um, really separates, you know, I don't know. I mean, without being, it's something that comes with experience. I think, yeah, you I know, think, every trip uh, to the woods yeah. is experience. I don't care if you've been doing this for a year. If you've been doing it 20 years, 30 years, it, yeah. every trip is an experience, you know, Absolutely. and I've never heard anybody, exciting. I've never heard anybody put it that way, you know, about like a sucker dog, but you know, it's kind of the same deal as those dogs that get competitive. Like yeah. you have two dogs that you know are just in competition all the time and then they start doing stupid stuff. You know, I, it, yeah. it's yeah. stuff that you see. Litter mates. Yo, that's the worst, that's right? That's the worst. Yeah. And dumb me, I always kept two out of every litter just because I love <laughs> the punishment and like the abuse. But we did that you know, once. Yeah, once. <laughs> you gave that other one to me, buddy. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> it's just funny all the stuff that you think back in those early years that you mm-hmm. missed. You know, it was right there in front of you, but you'd never had the eye to see it. It's like seeing a forest through the trees kind of deal. Yeah. Where now you can look back and I'm sure you can name every one of those sucker dogs you wanted with. Yeah. They, they stand out. <laughs> but, but you know what? It, it, you know, it, again, it, 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 it goes back to who trained who? Mm-hmm. Did, did, did we take the dogs to the woods or did the dogs take us to the woods? You know, in the end. You know, the dogs kept calling us back or did we kept calling the keep calling the dogs back, you know, and and I think for a lot of the young guys, you know, it's, um, you know, it's it's just a weird I don't you know, it's just it's hard to put in words, you know, how and what keeps calling us back. What why is it that, you know, well, oh, I can't wait till I get my tax return so I can spend it all on dogs, you know, (laughs) (laughs) you know. It's um, called it. It's the it factor. I mean, cause yeah. really, can you put your finger on it? And that's yeah. the best way I've had it described to me is mm-hmm. I can't tell you what it is, but either he's got it or he doesn't, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, and, and, you know, from, you know, uh, you know, working with dogs and, and training dogs for other folks, um, it's, it's, you know, it's what I, what I try to tell those a lot of those guys is that it's not about you know really you, you can get the, the the best bred dog in the country and and I've said this for years and Buddy will attest to this that the best cat dog the best bobcat dog and I don't want to make this strictly about bobcat dogs or you know but that's just what I know and and so I'm going to speak of that but um, the best bobcat dog that was ever born died on the end of a chain and probably never caught a bobcat. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, the best natural dog. And and when you think about that, so let's look at it another way. The best bobcat hunter never owned a dog and, you know, never owned a hound and never treated a bobcat. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Had those two been put together and to think – and, it, it, and for me, and this is for me, um, I think about that. I, I, I go back to that. <clears throat> Am I the best bobcat training person? No. Do I have the best bobcat bred dog? I'm going to put them together uh, in contrast to what I just said. No, I'm not arrogant enough to think that, you know. But will I do my best? Absolutely. And right. and, and when I partner that with, 
you know, um, with the, you know, technology that we have today, you know, through Garmin and, you know, good customer service, you know, you know, I mean, I don't mean want to make this about W either, but, um, but when hiccups happen, um, you know, you can maximize uh, can, opportunities. Yeah. Can we, can we, yeah. can we capitalize on that opportunity? Well, thank you. That is yeah. one thing that I have been steadfast on with with Jason. You know, any employee is like, you know, if if we get so somebody, you know, and again, we're not talking about W. We don't talk about dogs too much, but when when we when we get an order, somebody puts an order on a website, and we put that thing in a box and we ship that out to the customer, and the customer gets it, that's not good customer service. I mean, you know what I mean? Like that's that's what's expected. That's the standard. Right, you have to do that. <laughs> Otherwise, or you're in court. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, when something wrong happens, or when it is doesn't meet the expectations, that's the opportunity for us to remember that. Hey, it's our job to try to make that right. Now we can't make every. There's, there's definitely. I've also said there's customers that we necessarily don't necessarily want. You know, if if, if there's not a a person that's doesn't respect um, certain elements, you know what I mean? If they're just looking for for the cheapest and and they don't care about anything, that's not exactly a typical customer that I I really lose sleep over. But if I have a a, a genuine person who is there for their dogs and their hunting means that much to them, when they call us with a problem, that's our problem and we want to we want to own that, you know. So, you know, most I'd say ninety nine point nine percent of our customers fall in that category once in a while we'll get we'll get the guy that you know just he wants the the cheapest deal he can ever get and you know if if we could sell it to him less money and he didn't care you know i I always tell guys i'm like yeah if we lose that customer that's no sweat off our back i'm not gonna bend over backwards to to be the the cheapest we want to be the best Mm -hmm. right and it doesn't matter i mean first time customer you know, big money customer, you know, very small customer. And mm-hmm. I've had a good opportunity to work with a lot of our new hires when we're explaining this. And most of them literally have zero, zero input, like, or, or exposure to our sport. I mean, like I'll use Andrew as an example. I just took him out the other night for his first time. And, uh, you know, getting them to realize that this is not just a broken collar. This is a missed opportunity for that dog to get to the woods because we're not going to turn him loose without it at this point. I mean, Garmin has completely changed our hunting as far as, buddy, did you used to go hunting on work nights when you ran telemetry? I did. <laughs> Do I you did. remember those long <laughs> I, had, I had a, yeah, yeah, there was one nights where I'd come in. Wanting to know if you're fired the next morning sleeping in the truck. That. I'm just going to go out for a quick evening. Yeah. And now you can go out any night of the week and go hunt for two hours and come home. You know, it's a, but that caller is a missed opportunity. And I think that that's the big point that we really try to drive home. And I think that, I mean, I don't want to toot our horn either because I think this is getting a little W side, but that's what people boast about with us. Yeah. Like, yeah, the free stickers or, or this or that makes, makes a memory. But when you can get them in the woods on Friday, when they sent you a caller on Tuesday or Wednesday, I guarantee you that guy's happy, you know? Absolutely. And, and it didn't happen. It wasn't like we started that way. You know what I mean? Like that was, 
on, in all honesty, that was learned. You know what I mean? There's that was, a lot of logistics behind that. The people who don't know what goes on beside, behind the scene to make all that happen, it, it's pretty mind-blowing, really, to be able to offer that. We just did it on accident a couple times, and I was like, oh, that feels good. Let's, let's do it again. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> you know, like, oh. So, so now it's like – my first time. It it's never happened like this before. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's really good. I'm like, thank you. Yeah. Like, oh, Glad that worked out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, well let's uh, – go ahead. One more before we close this up here. Yeah. I, I tell you, uh, we a, a lot of the products, a lot of the the perspectives and, the, um, uh, you know, how, how things rolled out, you know, as far as the transition for, from W graphics to W hunting supply, um, if, if, if we could have recorded the conversations that we had over this, over the CB radio on those days that you didn't catch a cat, on those days you couldn't find a track. And we talked about what would make this more pleasant. Mm-hmm. What, you know, what would make these days not hurt so bad? But then, same token, the days we caught two or three cats, we were still elated and we were still talking about, you know, what? What would make this, you know, in, in, you know, what would make this better? You know, what would, I don't know, maybe not better, but, um, more. I mean, what we, what, how are we going to remember this? Yeah. You know, and, um, you know, it, it was, like I say, I mean, I hate to say that in, you know, in a raw, well, I'll say in a raw sense that, you know, W, uh, the transition from W graphics to W hunt and supply um, was really, it, it spawned off the CB radio on cold, hard, rough ass days that, you know, we were going home that, or going back to camp in those days. Um, it's chili dogs for dinner tonight because I'm tired and it's late yeah. and we're not cooking up much, you know, and, you know, it was, it, it, it was back in a time when, when Buddy and Laura only had one baby, and and uh, I I can tell you, <laughs> uh, I laugh about this, uh, Laura changing Bradley's butt on the tailgate of the pickup in the snow, literally snowing <laughs> on his belly, and they're changing his butt. And I thought, man, uh, these are my kind of folks. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're gonna send him down there to get them dogs and get him in the morning. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. No, we'll no, no, have no. a clean butt first, though. I don't know how we're gonna get that one past Laura. <laughs> like, I am dead. I mean, not even like, oh yeah, it'd be funny. Like, I'd be dead. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Well, you know, uh, it's been great chatting. And so, uh, one of our ways we want to close this out, Don, is you. We, I think we've covered enough. Well, we want to hear a train wreck. We want to we want to close out with your train oh, wreck. Yeah. Tell me a train wreck story. A train wreck story. Gosh dang, there's so many of those. Oh, or if it makes you feel one. better, you can give a, a buddy train wreck story too. Because <laughs> oh. it's always better coming from the hunting partner versus the one that owns the dogs. There's only a few good ones, so I think we'll wait to save those train wrecks for later. No. <laughs> no. no. Uh, well, <laughs> You know, I, I don't know. I think it's, um, for some reason, it's sticking in my mind really heavy about the, the skunk deal. Um, I had uh, I had a dog. Uh, her name was Penny, and she was bred directly out of some of my mentors. 
uh, stuff. And, um, man, she was, man, I tell you, she is, if she's not number one, she's number two in my, of the, the greatest cat dogs I've ever owned. And, um, uh, one day I was, my son had a, I think just before I, I cut you off, I think because I, I ended up with Penny Don gave her to me to help help maybe educate myself because my dogs weren't teaching me enough. So he's like, well, send Penny and maybe she'll teach you something and come back in a, in a month or two. <laughs> but uh, I honestly believe because she, she died here at my house. I always believe the only reason she lasted so long is because she didn't want to miss a meal. <laughs> like she was like, oh, if I wait, yeah. if I wait another eight hours, I'm going to get dinner. So. <laughs> 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 and then she came out, you know, 11 o'clock and like, no, no, if I wait a little longer, I can make breakfast, I, I swear. So anyways, that's that's a penny story for me. And that dog, sadly, I think she lived long trait, enough just to get to, get to the next one dinner. trait that I have successfully <laughs> bred into them dogs, it's that one. Because yeah. I got, I got some pups out of her long descendants that, you know, I don't know if you heard some squeaking going on in the mic, in the background, it's them, past bed, or past beating time. <laughs> They know. <laughs> Get off the phone. <laughs> yeah. So, so Penny, uh, one day um, I bought a brand new Nissan pickup, first brand new pickup I ever owned in my life. I am not for money. Anybody that knows me knows that. Um, you know, my dad left me with one thing, and that was a funeral bill. And uh, <laughs> uh, I can say I bought my first pickup, and uh, – I love the little pickup, the little Nissan four-door thing. I don't remember what brand it was anymore, but, um, you know, she was as broke as, as broke dogs can be in my mind, you know, at that time. And and uh, had my son hunting with me, and Jeremy, and, and <laughs> the dog up the road. And she went burning off the road, leading the whole, the whole group, come back, and uh, I'm not really sure um, – because I'm not an artiste, but yellow and red, I'm not really sure what color that, it's a bit of a yellow. You can <laughs> smell it, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't want to talk about that smell. <laughs> uh, yellowish color, but <laughs> she ran back, and the cardinal rule wasn't played out, Jason, and I can say I'm a slow learner. In the Left pickup, the she open. went, and, uh, yeah, and tried to rub that smell off of her on the brand. I didn't have seat covers, nothing. And um, let's just to say that the the, the Ranger pickup that I got was not really a product of um, choice, but more of uh, necessity because um, – I almost, had to take, I almost had to take a hit on a super duty. So I, I feel your pain. I was like, I just paid this. Like, oh. Yeah. I, no, no. Let's not talk about pay scale here because, yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, that was a far scale different. But I can say that um, at that time I worked in mental health therapies. And <laughs> if, if it was a sunny, warm day and I drove that, my Nissan pickup, <laughs> and showed up to a training – Someone would say, it smells like skunk in here. You guys all smell that? <laughs> How's that for a train wreck? That's a good one. It took me about a year to sell the pickup. Because uh, I wasn't just, climbing the ladder. And you just sit in that meeting and just like look around. Like, was it you? 
I look around like you bitches are crazy. Did I say? Oh, sorry. Did I say that out loud. <laughs> oh. Anyway. Yeah, that was that was a train wreck that lasted for a long, long time for me. But <laughs> even out yeah. of the woods, you, you just Absolutely. just a, a nice reminder. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's but, awesome. All right. It was, hey, you know, guys, it was great chatting with you. I hope we get to do it again sometime. Yeah, um, we're gonna have to have you back on. Uh, this yeah, is our I first. Hope so. you know, I, we can I talk about dog training well. stuff. I hope I, you know. Um, mm-hmm. I really work hard at that. And um, we got we got a Canada story we need to talk about. Uh, no, I'm not going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> all right, all right with that, we're going to close it out. All right. Thanks for joining us. Good night, nice y'all. talking to you, Don. Yeah, you guys do. You guys have a good evening. We'll chat with y'all later. All right. All right.